You're listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. Tonight, we're talking about the newest Marvel comic book film, Deadpool. Our dreams, they feel real while we're in them, right? It's only when we wake up that we realize something is actually strange. The middle children of history, man. No purpose, no place. We have no great war. No great depression. We're on a mission for God. Alright, sweethearts, you heard the man. Pull him out. Come on, let's have him. I will show you where I have made my home while preparing to bring justice. Then I will break you. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Brian. With me tonight, Mr. Jeremy Benson. Hello. And Paul Williams. What's happening? What's going on, guys? Having a little uh, menage microphone here. Getting intimate with the audio. This is the closest I've ever come to a threesome. This is kind of (laughs) cool. Is that too much information? Uh, Really, dude? Yeah, yeah, that's that's way too much information. All right, so we're all here tonight. We're talking Deadpool, the newest you Marvel know, film. I just really think it's sad. The closest you come to a three ways with two guys on a microphone. Two guys on a microphone, dude. That sounds like a TV show. Two guys and a microphone. Yeah, it is the closest I've come to a three way. It's uh, <laughs> this is sad, but I can't even tell you the the time I've been with just talking just two chicks. You know, like. That's happened like four times in my life, maybe. Just throwing it out there. I lead a very boring, uneventful life, I guess. Well, you brought it up. You guys gotten better? I mean, come on. Here, let's you know, let's let's totally derail. This is in the spirit of Deadpool. Let's just get vulgar shit right out of the way, right? <laughs> oh, Lord. I had two opportunities and turned both of them down. Wow. So you actually turned down yeah. through two two threesome opportunities. You just you turned them down, man. I don't want to see them chicks. <laughs> well, actually, you know, you know two of them. Oh no! <laughs> oh, all right, okay, okay. We we this is getting too personal. This is getting too. We're cutting this. This is this is stopping. Well, right goddamn, dude, you you're the one. You're the one that asked them. <laughs> Paul's like, ways. I'm gonna get real with it. I'm gonna really tell you about this. <laughs> Well, I was in there thinking, how do I, I, mean, how, do I how do I answer this without <laughs> Vince is like telling the stories? Huh? Uh, you yeah. have a story? Well, we'll just say that the, the three microphones is, is not as close. There you go. Look at that, ladies and gentlemen. You learned right here. Benson does not kiss and tell. It's very gentlemanly of you. I like that. I'll tell you when we turn the microphones off. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, all right. Oh my gosh, what are we doing? We're totally digressing here. We are talking we're, Deadpool. We're breaking the fourth wall, like dead, like in Deadpool. Yeah, yeah. There we go. We just yeah. backtracked like That's twenty cool. years. Where, where's everybody's familiarity with Deadpool? I'll tell you right now, right out. I don't know anything about the character. Um, saw the marketing material, and that's that was it. Uh, pretty much the same. Uh, my wife seemed to know a lot about it, and was kind of keeping me up to date as we were going to see the movie. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've been a fan of Deadpool since mm, early 90s. I actually had the uh, first issue that Deadpool 
uh, ever appeared in, which was the, the New Mutants. And he actually just came in as kind of a, a bit of a fill-in character. And he also portrayed in other X-Men, you know, comics, as in Daredevil, uh, Heroes for Hire, Avengers, and everything else. So, yeah, I've kind of followed Deadpool ever since I was a kid. All right. So we're just going to turn this over to you. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I'm all over the place when it comes to comics. I really don't have a preference. How close is the movie character to the comic book character? Without spoiling anything yet. Uh, uh, it's it's pretty close. So there were a few things that that they did change. Pretty much for the most part, it's it's rather it's it's pretty much dead on. So as the fan of the comics, you were satisfied. Oh yeah, yeah. I was I was definitely happy with it. This is coming from a person who hasn't actually went to a theater in probably ten eleven years. I actually went and saw this movie twice. Really. And even my wife, uh, actually took my wife the second time. I, I really did not think she was going to like it at all. And she actually enjoyed it probably just as much as I did. All right, now I got to ask. I, I want to know, what was the last movie you saw before Deadpool? This is a toss-up between one of two movies. It's either uh, Freddy vs. Jason or Spider-Man. Holy, Holy shit. Dude, that's, I hate to tell you that, but that, yeah. that's a lot more than 10 years, man. That those are like uh, what 2000, 2002, 2003 movies. Okay, so it's been a long fucking time. Yeah, it's 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 probably been at least twelve, twelve or thirteen years there, man. Woo. I mean, dude, I, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of under the mentality of like I'd rather just buy the movie and sit at my house and watch it. Okay, yeah. Not Benson really. just looked it up. Freddy versus Jason, two thousand three, buddy. Thirteen years. Okay, so yeah. Woo. So yeah. So marketing actually was effective for you not really the well i guess if you consider that kind of leaked bs trailer (laughs) that was released if you if you kind of consider that marketing then yeah i guess it worked very well on me oh yeah okay so this movie did have like a leaked trailer that's how this movie got greenlit which is it's kind of cool ryan reynolds has been kind of pushing to get this made for a while i think ever since blade trinity when he when he played the character of what what's the guy's name Wade Wilson is that the character is that his, Deadpool's actual name yeah yeah, yeah. all yeah. right so he's playing the Wade Wilson character in X Men Origins Wolverine and that version of the character I kind of got scrubbed after that movie didn't do so well and wasn't liked by fans and then I think it was on it was on again and then of course Ryan Reynolds came out with Green Lantern that tanked. Poor, poor Ryan Reynolds just had a, a bad go at superhero movies there for a while. And then finally this leaked footage of this came out, that little leaked test footage with like uh, Ryan Reynolds at the end saying, oh, hey, Tom, or whoever the guy's name was at 20th Century Fox at the time. I haven't seen it. Oh, you didn't see this? No. Yeah, it leaked, uh, I think it leaked out of Comic-Con. <laughs> the response off of that test footage, they greenlit this movie. And this was kind of a small budget uh, superhero movie. The budget was $58 million. I mean, its opening weekend was a huge, huge, huge success. Really shocked everyone. We will definitely see more Deadpool movies. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I can definitely agree with that. This is. I hope in the future that they do add characters like Cable and Psylocke and Wolverine and Storm. You know, I wouldn't mind seeing a few of the X-Men characters, you know, uh, because they actually do play a big role. In the comic. 
we've talked Deadpool. Let's let's just let's go out non spoilers now. Not giving away details of the movie. Roundtable, what did you think of the movie? Benson Go. I thought it was fun. <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't really know that much about it going in. I mean, sort of a R rated Spider Man, R rated Ant Man type feel to it. Yeah. But I like the structure of the movie made it a lot more entertaining than just a straight up origin story. You know, the breaking the fourth wall and actually inserting those jokes that we'll probably talk about later. All right, Paul, what did you think of Deadpool? I enjoyed it. I thought it was really dead on to the, to the character in the comic. There were a few things, like I said previously, that were different from what is in the comic. But overall, I think they, they hit it really good. And come on, man, you got a country music song from the 1970s that opens up this fucking movie. And by the way, the chick that sings that song's name is Juicy Newton. I did really enjoy those credits, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah the they, opening, were, they were good. Yeah, the opening credits, I thought that was I, the best I, part. I thought that was pretty, it's, it's pretty original. I enjoyed All the right. movie. Movie's good. Most of the jokes landed for me pretty well. I have a couple of problems with the middle section of the movie in terms of its pacing. Really? Yeah, because like it starts off a certain way with a a very in-your-face tone. You know, it's very jokey. It doesn't take anything seriously. Then it gets all serious, and then right after we get serious, it goes into crazy jokeness again, and we never go back. And I kind of – when we went from serious to joking again, I – I just I needed more time with the characters before I went back into silliness right away. I don't know. I thought they kept the jokes. The part where he's captured part that's flashback. He's still telling jokes and They do a good job of trying to make it like serious and they they try to give him something to fight for, to believe in and it and it's his love interest in the film, but it's just I don't know. I I really had a hard time with Deadpool as a character. Just because he didn't care about anything at all. He can't die. So, okay, hold on. Is that, is that his power? He's Wolverine without claws? And I did hear, this is a, I don't know if this is true or not, but somebody told me that in the comic he gets his powers by being injected by Wolverine's blood or something like that. How, uh, how Wade Wilson, which is ironic because the creators of Deadpool, one went to the other and basically was like, I got an idea for a character. And this is his power and everything else. The other artist, uh, I think his name was Fabian Nenzella. And I might be saying that wrong. But he told Rob uh, Linefield that this is basically Deathstroke from Teen Titans. And so how he got his name as Wade Wilson was actually kind of a joke on Slade Wilson Deathstroke. Um, Are you saying Deathstroke was originally in Teen Titans? I thought he was a Batman villain. He was originally a Teen Titans villain. Well, see, Deathstroke actually appeared in his first appearance. He appeared in Teen Titans. Teen Titans, for those who don't know, is like the Justice League sidekicks. I just thought Teen Titans was a cartoon. No, it's it's an actual comic. That's a comic. Yeah. Yeah. The whole thing with, with Deadpool in the comic... He was actually in a relationship, but he got offered a spot in the Weapon X program. And basically how he got offered this spot was because he 
um, had come from an abusive home, which he ran away from, and basically went around the country shacking up with any kind of person who had uh, special forces training. And he ended up going into the military and getting cancer. Then he got put into the Weapon X program, um, injected with a modified version of Wolverine's healing factor. Well, no, I mean, that was one thing the movie did get right, though. He went into the the Weapon X program thinking that they could possibly cure him of his cancer. The one thing I will say that was modified from the movie to the comic, how Deadpool actually got his name, they were actually sent to this kind of like hospice place, like the failed experiments of the Weapon X program. There was a friend that he had named Worm, and he actually kills Worm out of pity. Well, in the comic, they have a they have a Deadpool to see which one of the people that are in the hospice is going to die first. Okay, all right. Now we need to go. Into, we need to go into spoilers. Um, I think we all enjoyed the movie, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Very much yeah. so. All right, everybody. Everybody thought it was funny. Go check it out if you like comic book movies. But it's kind of like a romantic comedy at the same time. What? Paul, own, wait. What? It, wait. What do you mean a romantic comedy? I mean, Maybe, dude, come on. I mean, no. No. I'm okay. If you Bullshit, consider, dude, come it, on. Is, okay, is American Pie considered romantic comedy? Because if American Pie is romantic comedy, then I would say Deadpool is romantic comedy. Are we yeah. are we on this level here? Is this where we're going? Can we yeah. at least agree on that? Yeah. I mean, think about it seriously. No, American Pie, if you really think about it, is kind of a romantic comedy. I guess, kind of. I would just call it a raunchy comedy. Like, yeah, I would super just call bad. It, yeah. Well, well yeah. okay, it's a raunchy romantic comedy. Paul just wants to put this romance okay. into this. There is some romance. It in is. Movie. There is some romance. And he falls in, this in love movie. with a hooker. And they do it a lot. <laughs> exactly. They fuck exactly. a lot, and she's hot. And wait, was she a hooker? Was she actually a hooker? Yeah. Okay. See, I just yeah. thought she worked yeah. at a strip club because they don't show her like. No. no, like when she first approaches him, he asks, "What do I get for forty-five minutes?" And she says, "Anything." Yeah, she's like, a whore. Dollars. He's like, she says, "Anything you want," and he takes her to play skis ball. Because he likes her. See, okay, okay, I missed that because I thought she was just being a smartass. Because she's a smartass, like, that could, the romantic relationship is kind of like back and forth, joking with each other. What, what is it that they're comparing? Like, oh, I was molested by my uncle. Oh, you just one? Yeah, yeah. I was yeah, like, yeah. molested by a whole clan of uncles. <laughs> right. Yeah, I was locked in a fucking closet and all kinds of other bullshit. Oh, well, good for you. You got a room or I forget. You had <laughs> a room? <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, look, let's play the trailer. We recommend Deadpool. We'll come back, and we'll get into a more spoiler-filled discussion. I love you, Wade Wilson. We can fight this. You're right. The cancer's only my liver, lungs, prostate, and brain. It's all things I can live without. What if I told you we can make you better? You're a fighter. We can give you abilities most men only dream of. Make you a superhero. You just promise you'll do right by me so I can do right by someone else. And please don't make the super suit green or animated. One thing that never survives this place is a sense of humor. Uh, we'll see about that, Pop Spice. Oh, come on. You gonna leave me all alone here with less angry Rosie O'Donnell? Hey, yeah, I wanna shoot. Baby. All right, we're back. We're talking spoilers for Deadpool. Guys, 
best opening yes. credit sequence all time. Which your fa- which which credit do you like the most? Probably the written by. That was probably my favorite. The real heroes here. That's my favorite. Uh, produced by some douchebag or some shit like that. <laughs> some that, ass that hats or that something was, like yeah. that. Some the ass hat. Yeah, that's what it was. Directors was some overpaid asshole or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> some overpaid asshole. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, what it would be like to be an overpaid asshole. You know what? I was really surprised that this was not released in 3D. Yeah, because the way the the credits were, I just assumed. Yeah. Well, I thought the same thing, dude. I I thought the same thing when I first saw it. Did you see this? In Especially Onyx? with the Hello. Uh, no, I didn't. We didn't I didn't see uh-huh. it in IMAX either. Especially with the Hello Kitty lotion. I must have missed the Hello Kitty lotion. Where was that? Yeah, it was it was right in the beginning sequence of the movie. It was like it was like there was like a bunch of broken glass and shit around it, and then there was like some Hello Kitty. Oh, lotion. see, no, I missed, I missed that. Okay, I love the way this movie starts off. I thought the the countdown with the bullets, like he's only that got that was hilarious. Was he got twelve bullets or something like that? Something yeah, like that. that was yeah. great. Five, four, three. That was really dumb. Yeah. That was worth it. <laughs> I really enjoyed the uh, the whole cab ride though. I thought I thought that was kind of funny. That I love that cab driver. It was good. And later yeah, when he shows back driver. up, he's got dude tied up in the trunk. That is fucking hilarious. <laughs> I would never tell you to do that. Just kill him. <laughs> I thought I did I'm think so the real heroes of the movie were the writers. The writing was really writing was point on, and Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds really makes this. He was he was oh, made. It for looks this. like he was made for this part. Yeah, I agree. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. I can see why he was pushing like, to get it made. There's even a Ryan's Reynolds joke that he delivers in the movie. Yeah, something about yep. him being a pretty boy. Yeah, he, he didn't get this far based off of his acting, his acting skills. <laughs> the multiple Wolverine references that are made in the movie. Oh, the Hugh Jackman mask. I I thought that was truly funny, man. I I about choked on my popcorn on that shit. He pulls his mask off, and he's got that. He's got the paper machine. Oh, yeah. Or just the, the, <laughs> yeah. it's just a piece of paper with the eyes cut out of <laughs> Hugh Jackman's face. Yeah, it's like. It's like, yeah, it's like he he took the picture out of like In Touch magazine or some shit. What is up with Marvel heroes? Every Marvel hero, with the exception of Captain America, is a smartass. They're just all like jokey smartass dudes. The Hulk's not. The Punisher's not. Well, okay, wait a minute. Hold up. The Punisher hasn't been in, introduced in this in- universe of the Marvel stuff yet, so you don't know that yet, man. Okay, well, as of thus far, the Punisher has not been. I, I feel like a lot of these characters are are done this way, where they're like they're very you know, they're smart asses. I don't know enough about well, comics. Thing, I would just say maybe because Spider Man was a huge success and he's a smart ass. So let's oh, I'm just, just talking on that. I'm just talking movies. I'm not even talking like like uh, Robert Downey Jr. and Iron Man. Well, that goes back to Iron yeah, Man yeah. Was a huge yeah. success. Yeah. So let's just make them all smart asses. Except, and, but I mean, I will say Robert. Robert Downey Jr. really did get, I mean, he he kind of did get the essence of fucking Iron Man, though. Yeah, I feel like he's inspired, like, quite a bit. Like, I feel like Chris Pratt took a little, couple pages from Robert Downey Jr.'s book. They're different, though. I mean, he's a a different kind of smartass. Well, I mean, that's, that's Iron Man, though. Like, if you've ever read Iron Man comics, Tony Stark is a, is an arrogant, pompous asshole. You know, until I mean, like, he really, the Iron Man movies came out, I always just thought Iron Man was sort of Marvel's version of Batman. Some rich guy that built a suit. I think he kind of is. Actually, to be honest with you, though, Jeremy, if you really want to 
get into that, Green Arrow would kind of be DC's alternate version of Batman. What? Oh, you have to explain who the Green Arrow is to me. I what? Know. No, what are you talking about? Green Arrow is nothing like Batman. What are you talking about? Come on, dude. Really? He come from a rich-ass family. He was a spoiled, pompous little bastard. Right there. That's 50% of all comic book heroes of all time. Like, rich family. Well, goddamn, I guess they're orphans. Fucking Iron Who, Man. What superhero knew his parents, all right? Name me a superhero that knew mom and dad. Iron Man? Well, Iron Man, no, his dad died, right? But I thought his dad died later, like... Well, he didn't have his mom. Yeah, his dad, he didn't have both yeah. his parents. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he seems like he was an orphan. He seems like he's fucked up. He should be an orphan. <laughs> Fuck him. He's got Jarvis. We are totally getting way too into this. My whole point where I was going with this, it seems like Marvel has more of that bad boy, smart-ass image with their heroes, and this is where the line is drawn for me, whereas DC has much more of the dark, I'm brooding... I'm dealing with these problems and I'm depressed, sad face. Whereas Marvel, they're just like, being a hero is fun. Yeah. Hey, you dude, know? DC's like that too, man. Don't don't even try that because DC's like that too. Because I don't think he meant Superman it in like a Batman. bad way. I, just, I mean, because being a hero would be oh, fun. Yeah. You look at relaunches like Man of Steel, which is a much more serious, a somber tone to it. Right. The Batman series. Even this Batman v Superman, I don't know what it's going to be like, but just. Going off of their trailer for it, yeah, it, it does look. It serious. does look very interesting. I don't know if Marvel's actually going to go that route, but it looks like they're starting to maybe go that route with Civil War. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. After, we'll have to see how that turns out. Back to the movie. Back to the movie. What did you guys think? Of, we talked a little bit about this romance. What did you guys think of this? This romance, him meeting the girl, not knowing much about the character, giving the backstory intercut into like this action sequence. I thought it was brilliant. Well, I mean, you know, like, so many times when you go see a, a origin story, you're ready to see, like, if it's a Batman, you, you want to see Batman. If it's Superman, you want to see Superman. But you gotta wait a fucking hour for them to go through all of the shit to become the superhero. Yes. But in this, the opening shot, he's climbing into the front seat of the cab, already Deadpool, and you're like, alright, we're getting right into this. I, I kind of love, like, the fact that they actually kept captured, like, kind of the childish nature of the character almost because he's like sitting there on the edge of the bridge and he's like drawing a picture in crayons you know <laughs> he's drawing uh how he's gonna kill people out in crayon like you know just sitting here coloring you know well, murder and death mostly ajax and by the way ajax is an actual deadpool villain whose real name is francis, francis. I thought that was a nice, like, running joke. So, like, he finds out that Ajax's real name is Francis, and he keeps he keeps bringing that up in his face, and it escalates to eventually. The, to the point where he's got all the dead bodies lined up. <laughs> Francis. That's one thing I did like that the writers did was the gags. Like, they did the constant What's repeating gags to build constantly yeah. throughout the movie. I thought those were those were actually pretty funny. Like, they had several of those that were constantly go throughout. Did you guys understand what Wade Wilson did before he was Deadpool? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't understand how this bar worked. You have a problem. You go in and you pay. They send somebody out to take care of the problem. I know, but so yep. so did some high school or some college girl? It was her mother. The one girl The one girl that he went to the guy's apartment and, you know, threatened the pizza boy or whatever. Yeah. He only did that because her mother hired him to do that. Basically, that dude owns a bar, but he's running it as a bar 
but it's a front for basically a hitman and kind of like freelancing mercenary so, service. So how now what? I did miss that her mom hired him. I thought because he goes and talks to the girl. Here, okay, here's where I was a little confused. Of I know they said he was like a special forces guy and all that stuff, but his like past special forces, they teach you how to be a badass with a sword. Was that part of his powers that I missed? That he like he can heal and he's got like some kind of spidey sense or something. Okay, no, 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 just no, no like no. it's like Rambo okay. that he was trained to just do all weapons perfect. So you're okay. So he could just do that exactly. Yeah. He could do that anyway. Yes. It's it's it. You, yes. it's a comic book. You're assuming special forces train you to know all <laughs> weapons. Okay, okay. You know, just like when you watch Rambo Part Two and he suddenly pulls out the bow and arrow, and you're like, of course he knows how to use a bow and arrow with bombs <laughs> on the tip. He's Green Beret. Well, I'm not. I'm not being a smartass asking that. Like, I was really like, did I miss something? I'm not being. I'm, I'm not either. I'm yeah. just explaining it in dumb down movie knowledge. And this guy's chopping off heads. He's lining up three people's heads and using one bullet to shoot all of them while he's flipping through the air. There was never a moment where, like, we had okay, like in Spider Man, you get like what he's doing with his with his powers, and he's learning all his powers. Right. The montage here. You just seem to get shot a lot. And you get like, that great moment where Toby McGuire sees the guy throwing the punch, and he looks at the punch, looks back at the guy, looks at the punch. Yeah, right? There's like- <laughs> Dude, if you want to know how he got his amazing sword skills, all you got to do is look back at that shit-ass fucking X-Men movie that was made. That's another thing. All right, so X-Men Origins has the character of Wade in the beginning of the movie, and then at the end of the movie... He's got like his mouth sewn shut, and they even made a jab at it in this movie. His swords like come out of his hand, like he's like a Wolverine, but instead of Wolverine claws like Freddy Krueger, it's just a sword. It's hands I, down the worst X Men movie. I, it's terrible. I stopped watching no, but- X Men movies after Part Three until the last one. Oh, you haven't seen First Class? No. Oh, you should. First Class is pretty good. I highly recommend that. I've Michael, heard, but Michael Fassbender yeah, it is amazing. good. I've heard. I, I was just going. I was on a boycott, and my movie-going life was better. <laughs> so would, Deadpool was in that movie. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, in that, and Ryan yeah. Reynolds is playing him. So is yeah, he it's even, not in continuity at all. Up. It's not. It's not because the end of X Men Origins Wolverine. I know that takes place in the seventies because that's how was he has that's how Wolverine thing. loses if his he, memory is at the end of that movie. And, I mean, if you want to see why he got his fucking badass sword skills, I mean, dude can chop up bullets with a sword. Yeah, but wait, wait, even in that movie, they don't ex- they don't explain where he got them. He was already in a clan of mutants at that point, like a like a special yeah. task force full of mutants. And they just kind of threw his ass in there. I don't know. Well, they even make a jab at it in Deadpool where they're like, yeah, these timelines, who knows what's going on. You know, didn't they say something like that? <laughs> yeah. I still think my favorite favorite joke. When he goes back to get the X Men to come help him, and Colossus and Teenage Chick is the only ones there, and he's just like, "Why are you two the only ones ever at home?" It's like the studio <laughs> yeah. didn't have the budget to bring in the rest of the X Men. Yeah, bring in other characters. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What did you guys think of uh, Colossus and uh, whatever that other character was called? Dude, I'm not even going to Sonic try Teenage to Warhead or whatever Nuclear Warhead. Some fucking explosive shit. I don't fucking even know what this bitch's name was. Sullen teenager. Yeah, I, I, I thought they were. I thought they were good. You know. Oh, I enjoyed them. I yeah, thought straight Colossus's super good guy stance mixed with Deadpool's personality was hilarious. 
Yeah. Only Colossus would sit there and eat grape nuts for fucking breakfast. What? How do you you go see a movie in the theater? You haven't seen a movie since two thousand three, and Paul's like, I saw this Hello Kitty thing, and I saw <laughs> grape nuts. <laughs> hey man, I gotta I pay attention to the detail. I'm sorry. Paul's like, I am a product placement <laughs> <laughs> observer. Skip out of the movie for a second. Educate me a little bit on because I don't even know who Colossus is. To be honest with you, uh, Colossus is basically a European mutant whose body is entirely made of steel. Yeah, they had a different actor play him in uh, X Men Two and X Men Three. I don't know why. I don't know why he couldn't uh, couldn't come back and reprise his role. Going to the middle of this movie. Where we have we start having this well, relationship. We, honestly, when you think about it, there's not a lot of plot going on. Dude meets girl, they fall in love, he gets cancer, he goes away to get secret cancer treatment, turns him into a mutant, he's pissed off because he's ugly as fuck, he goes after dude that causes it, dude steals his girlfriend, he gets X-Men to help, they blow some shit up. It has a plot, but my, I guess the problem with the plot is that it's... It's the same origin story plot we've always seen. You know what I mean? But I think they did it in a really entertaining way. I will agree. They did it in a very different way, and that's what I think sets this movie apart from all these other origin. It's what makes it a little bit more interesting than Ant-Man. But, but, man, but this has some style that plays into the viewing. And this director, this Tim Miller guy, this is his first movie. Yeah, an R-rated film. It came out and opened up with 130-something, 150-something over the President's Day weekend. I did have to correct somebody on that. What's that? We were talking about Deadpool, and they're like, yeah, biggest opening weekend ever. Can you believe Deadpool beat Star Wars? I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. No, no, yeah. no. no, no. <laughs> Buddy, you missed that. that R-rated. It's like it means it's beat Rambo, all right? It did not beat Star Wars. It beat the Matrix. But it did it beat out the Matrix, though. Yeah, yeah, it did, it did beat it did beat the Matrix Reloaded. Yeah, that's true. But no, if you if you really honestly look at it, man, the movie's made like three hundred million dollars. The movie is a huge success. It's yeah, it's made and over six hundred. Considering that it only costs fifty eight million to make, yeah, that's ten times its budget. You can't bitch about that at all. Uh, they, they're not complaining one bit. <laughs> no, you know what's insane is that this is going to be more profitable than any of the X Men films they've made. That's that's what blows yeah, that, my mind here. Oh, you know what that tells yeah, that, me is that Ryan Reynolds will now be playing Deadpool for five to twenty years from now. <laughs> that's what he's going to be from now on is Deadpool. I am really disappointed that uh, Hugh Jackman is not going to be in the new X Men movie playing Wolverine. Oh, he's not. No, he's not in it. Who's playing Wolverine? Really? Nobody. Wolverine's not in it. In Apocalypse? Seriously, you can't have the fucking X Men without having Wolverine. Really. Yeah, it is a Wolverine-less, unless they're, like, going to pull him out at the last minute for some big reveal, which they may, and I would lose my mind about. I love Hugh Jackman, dude. Like, he's probably he's one of my favorites. He's always been my favorite part of the X-Men movies. Yeah, I, I think he's my favorite actor playing a comic book character. Can I sidestep real quick? Uh, I read an article that I, I, I wanted to tell you about, and I just keep forgetting to tell you about it. Did you see the uh, interview with Christopher, uh, not Christopher, uh, Christian Bale Christian about Bale saying he, he didn't like his performance or he didn't feel he nailed it? Yeah. yeah. I thought I thought about like, you know, just being like, you know, tweeting out like, no, buddy, you nailed it. <laughs> I thought about the same thing. <laughs> no, buddy, you did. You did all right. You did all right. Don't don't worry about it. I will say that he definitely did a better job as Batman 
over George Clooney, Val Kilmer, yeah. Uh, yeah. and even Michael Keaton. I agree. He's my favorite Bruce Wayne. I'm pretty sure he's my I'm Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises. He's my favorite Bruce Wayne and Batman. Batman Returns. I don't know. I really like that Batman in that. That's Keaton's best Batman. He nails Batman it in that is, movie for I, me, man. And I will I will totally agree with you, but Michael fucking Keaton. Oh, right, look, look, look. This is going to be saved for a Batman discussion because guys, you know we're going to be talking Superman and Batman coming up here pretty soon. Ben Affleck, please do not fucking ruin Batman. Ah, dude, I'm not worried. I'm not worried about Ben Affleck at all. I like I'm worried I'm about not. Snyder. Yeah, I'm a little worried. Yeah, he hasn't made a really interesting film for me personally since Watchmen. Watchmen was the last time I was like, "Oh, I just feel like with Snyder visually, he's very interesting. He knows how to make stuff look cool. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And, and he likes to present yeah, stuff definitely. very. This is what happened. You you figure out how you feel about it. Like Man of Steel, Superman needs that emotion to kind of, and it just kind of falls flat when he doesn't get those beats in. You know, in Man of Steel, Superman was still trying to figure out who he was too. It's a Superman movie. All right, we we all know what Superman feels like. Yes. And mm-hmm. the moment in the movie where everything's all crashed, shit's gone wrong, Zod's the only person left, everybody else has been sent off to the whatever phantom zone or whatever, and Superman realizes that Zod's over there. There should have been like a heroic feeling when he goes to fight Zod, not just the all right, here they go. And they're fighting. See what I mean? It's that it's those little moments like why didn't you just show Superman saving some people? Let us see that he's having to make this choice. Let us feel his emotional turmoil. Because they got a little they got a yeah. little obsessed with destruction porn at that moment in the movie is what happened, you know? Because look See, I think that's the very point. I think if if you show Superman making that choice, nobody complains about the destruction porn. But Superman throwing him around through buildings and never having to make that choice. All you're seeing is Superman destroying a bunch of shit. Yeah. Now, granted, I think you can go the opposite direction too far. Like, have you guys seen the second Avengers movie, Age of Ultron, yet? Oh, God, yeah. Oh, now there's a moment where, like, Hulk and Iron Man are fighting. Mm -hmm. And they just, they go way over the top to make sure, like, oh, yeah, there's no casualties here. You don't have to go that far with Man of Steel, but you still have to, like... You gotta let us feel something other than boom, 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 boom. Agreed. I mean, Mad Max Fury Road is a perfect, perfect example of it. Non-stop action, but Miller gives you those little moments that you go, oh, the green place is gone. Now that you brought up the Oscars, I just want to say Mad Max Fury Road won six Oscars! Give it up! Fury Road in the house! Lucy C.K. was funny as shit. I love the two montage sequences in this movie. Him hunting for Francis's goons and stuff oh, later—that yes. is great. But man, the sex, the sex montage, the sex montage is hilarious. That and being then said, Year of the Dog was oh yeah, Year of the Dog. That was another good one too. Now, Paul, in the in the comic, she becomes a superhero too, right? Who's that? His girlfriend. Not unless it's some. It's in some kind of uh, alternate universe. Because I know that there is a female version of Deadpool, but it's in kind of like an alternate reality. Well, isn't she? I thought I was reading somewhere that she was supposed to be playing some other. Her character I mean, plays some other X Men. Hold on, 
let's Google search this real quick. I'll let Benson do that since he looks like he's on there right now. I guess my only real my only real problem with the movie where I, th- I feel like it just missteps a little here for me is when it goes it goes into serious mode. He gets cancer. It's super sad. And I, I thought it was kind of weird. Like, I actually saw people getting emotional in this moment in the movie, which... Well, my wife almost broke down and cried twice. Really? Well, the first part where when he first finds out that he has cancer, he's like, oh, she's already thought about plans A through Z. And I'm just sitting here trying to remember her face. To see, my wife even told me that afterwards. She was like, I almost, I almost started crying there. What was and the other part? The other part, uh, he was in the Weapon X program, and the one Ajax dude or Francis, I'm just going to throw you back in here again just because I can. When you get to that point in this movie, this mysterious character kind of comes up and he gives him this, he gives Deadpool this card with this phone number. It's kind of like a men in black kind of scenario. He's like, hey, we can make you better. And I guess he was implying that he has to work for them. I guess my my problem starts right here in the movie where it goes from him making the choice of being in this Weapons X program or being a a superhero all the way to the point where he he gets to that scene where he's walking down the street and everybody starts looking at him. When he's following his, his girlfriend. Yeah, and he's trying to get back up with his girlfriend for the first time after looking... Turning into like Freddy Krueger. On Wikipedia, if you click on Vanessa, it takes you to Copycat. Who's cop? Wow. Paul, you know who Copycat is? Member of the. Yeah, she's she's. I guess C, maybe even D class character. X Force. She's in the X Force too. He's following his girl, and he get he gets turned away. Well, he didn't get turned away. He just he just decides not to even go up and talk to her because he's scared that he's too ugly. Which. That kind of frustrated me a little bit. Yeah, you know, I mean, this whole sequence of I get the disease, I go into the Weapon X program, I don't want to go talk to my girlfriend, so I'm just going to go hunt this Francis guy down. All this was handled so quick. I don't know about you guys, but the movie actually feels short to me. This and the very first X-Men movie are the only two comic book movies I've ever seen where I'm like, I actually kind of wanted more movie. Yeah, I I do agree with that. I had a hard time believing that if he if they had that tight of a relationship, he wouldn't just go to her and say, "Hey, look, I'm pretty ugly, but I'm alive." She has to be like hurt, thinking he's dead, and that he just left her. I mean, I don't know. It's maybe it seemed a little selfish to me. Yeah, the motivation's not. It's not a hundred percent there. You know what I mean? Like cause all the the rest of the movie is like so comedy, and it's so like landing its moments that this just doesn't feel genuine with everything else. You know, it just doesn't. It did. Yeah. It's not bad. I don't 100% know what else you would do. It missed the cohesion mark. And I, over, I, I guess for me, like... I, a little bit for me. you know eventually she's going to see him. She's going to accept him. Everything's going to be all right. I almost thought they were just going to drop her the rest of the movie, man. No, I knew as soon as he, the whole thing started and Francis got away at the beginning, I knew he was going to go capture her. The one scene where he's following her through the streets. If you actually pay attention to the very end of the movie, when he actually gets up with her, what she tells him is like, well, God damn, dude, you kind of done all this for fucking nothing. Who knows, man? Maybe she was a exactly. Freddy Krueger fan. You know, I love the blind we're all chick, burning. The blind chick? <laughs> <laughs> what he's scratching? And his, his fucking little hand is... 
Yeah, the little hand is growing back. Oh. And he makes the fucking masturbation reference. This is going to feel really good. <laughs> and this little hand. Oh, it's so good. It's, it's so good. And they do such a good job of the hand scene because it's like kind of see-through. <laughs> it's kind of transparent some parts. This is why we don't do comedies much. Otherwise, we'd just be laughing the whole, the whole, the whole podcast. No discussion at all. I do have one, I do have one question, and I'm going to sound like an idiot, but teenage chick. Nuclear warhead, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, what I is don't her even power? know what the fuck her do. She gets really angry. That's her thing. She gets really angry, and she like directs that all into a I, plasma dude, blast. I, I don't even know who the fuck this chick is. Like, I love the, sh- the scene where... Big strong chicks walking over, and he's like, "That's why I brought this guy." And big dude mm-hmm. walks over, and she just like punches him down. And then little chick comes over and knocks her down. That's why I brought her. I love that scene, but I still don't understand what her power is. I I like I like their little thing, but like uh, I thought the brilliant moment in that battle was when Colossus beat the crap out of uh, the, the actress from Haywire, the, the the one that plays the sidekick to Ajax. You talking about the the boob scene? I loved that. I thought that was great. Like, I thought all the jokes worked. And this, this kind of movie in a theater environment where you get that laugh and that action, and that's probably why I had such a great time. The audience was laughing their ass off during this, and it just made me really enjoy the movie. You know, like this is a good movie to see on the big screen. I will. I see why it's made a lot of money. Yeah, it's definitely very enjoyable. In terms of ranking superhero, I did not. I saw a bunch of people that they were like, "Oh, this is the best X Men movie." I did not like this as much as X Men One, X Men Two, The Wolverine, or X Men Days of Future Past. Really? Yeah, I did not like it as much as, as no, the real good X Men movies. Past is way better. I really like X Men One and Two. I think both of those, all the Brian Singer X Men movies, I really, really, really enjoy. What happened to his Superman movie? Did he make one? I'm not. I'm not even fucking bullshitting. When no, I no, no, yeah, yeah. You know, I Superman thought it was a good Returns. idea. I thought it was a good idea to make it a sequel to Superman one and two, and kind no, of continue yeah. that. And I'm with you. I thought it was, yeah, it just kind of. And when I went to see it. I thought it was great, and then it just sort of you forget about it. That's my third favorite Superman movie, dude. I I like that more than Man of Steel, to be honest with you. Superman Returns more. I thought Kevin Spacey's Lex Luthor was great. Um, well, I thought like when you, Roth was yeah, when you will, think yeah, about it yeah, in yeah. the sense of it's a sequel to one and two, it fits that world, you know. Luthor's always looking for his real estate scam, and, and, and I totally got chills like at the right? beginning of Dunder Dunder Dunder. The credits, I was like, oh, I'm so excited. I liked it better. I mean, I like those. Kind I think of, it's more fun. It's yeah, okay, maybe that's what it is. It's just more entertaining to watch for me personally. Like it's just. Now, when I came out it's of Deadpool, my wife asked, like, well, what'd you think? Because she was really excited. She, like, I just, I, just, I said it, like, I said, you know, I, it's not in the league with, like, Dark Knight, but it's better than Ant-Man, which I really like Ant-Man. Yeah, I liked it probably a little bit more than Ant-Man and a little bit more than Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, maybe not as much as Guardians of the Galaxy. I know. I definitely didn't like it as much as Guardians of the Galaxy. Have you seen sort, that, Paul? Sort of in between yeah, those Guardians. two. Yeah, Guardians, Guardians was fucking an awesome movie. I was disappointed in the extra scenes during the credits. Oh, okay. I had to go to the bathroom, man. I missed it. What was the extra scene? Two of them. And basically, it's him in a robe, and he steps out and talks to the audience. Oh, you guys are still here? And that, that's pretty much it. What was the other one? Oh, damn. He comes back out, and he's like, oh, y'all are, y'all are still here. Y'all are expecting, and he's like, y'all are expecting some footage or something? Oh, so there was no extra footage? 
Well, that's, that's kind of cute. Wham! It's cute, but like word online was, oh, you gotta stay for these eggs. And I was like, oh, come on, man, I gotta go to the bathroom. I could have, I could have done without that. Oh, so it was like it's kind of like the shawarma scene from uh, yeah. Avengers. All right. I do love the Wham reference, though. Oh yeah, the Wham. Well, okay, what was up with the Wham references? Why? Why was that? Why were those dropped? Really, I don't know. Is that, that a comic I book thing? Or? No, 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 no. I love you that. Know, I kept forgetting his bag of guns. That yeah. was a good bit because they that he does he does it twice too. He does it at the end too, right? Then yeah. he leave the guns mm-hmm. in the cab. Yeah. After he does- and they start walking, the music's playing, and then she goes, "Where's your duffel bag?" And then he tries, doing this old he, he tries to call Samir, calls him to get into this fucking accident when he has his damn... What is, that, is, that, is that his brother or his cousin? It's his, it's his love nemesis. But see, that was, that was one thing that, that my wife and I both fucking talked about afterwards. She was like, well, I would have loved to know what happened, you know, in that situation. I, I think Cabby went to jail. <laughs> oh, that was funny, though. Who's in the trunk? <laughs> Yeah, I never told yeah. him to kill him. My complaint with like every Marvel movie ever is the villain is so weak. I feel like DC movies they get the villain so right, and oh, Marvel they here just, we fucking go. They just fuck the villains up in Marvel movie. Well, they don't uh, fuck them up. They just don't give them. They don't give them time. I feel like. Well, I will agree with that. But you know I, mean, I mean, come on, dude. Like you have Heath Ledger's like the be- Joker. Well, they're overbe- in the movie more than Batman is. Yeah, they're overbearing. They're bigger than life. Yeah, right? I mean, that's exactly Come it. On, they follow that Darth Vader Jeez. Empire model. Make the movie about I the mean, villain. Co- I mean, come on, man. You mean to tell me that you're actually going to approach this with a little bit of biased attitude? Dude, I mean, you just look at Marvel movies. Like, okay, let's take Ant-Man. That guy was... The guy played the Yellow Jacket was barely in the movie. Look at the first Iron Man movie. Jeff Bridges... You know he's got he's got like maybe yeah. twenty minutes of screen time. I, I, okay, I will agree with that. Iron Man two, like Mickey Rourke, he's man, he does great with what he do, he has, but he just doesn't have a lot to work with. I mean, he nails it, but when you only have fifteen scenes in a movie, you really I, mean, I don't know, you really can't do a whole lot. I, yeah, like- I just always felt that Marvel's approach was to beef up the heroes, make them the stars, where. Nolan's Dark Knight trilogy, he he really tried to make, like, the villains a threat. Jeff Bridges, like, what's his reasoning for doing anything in Iron Man other than money? Like, I have no idea why he's doing anything other than he wants to be a little bit more profitable on Wall Street. Like, he's already rich. Like, I don't understand his motivation. He wants to be more rich? That's kind of weird. Well, I mean, okay. You know what I mean? That I can understand. Space Army because... Iron Man 2, at least Mickey Rourke had, like revenge as a motivation. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I buy that. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. It's a five-minute scene. Well, I mean, and- look, look at look at the second Spider-Man movie, though. When Spider-Man was against Dr. Ock. Oh, you, you know what, Spider-Man 2? Like, yeah, yeah, no, I mean... It, but I mean, the, the, the motivations for Dr. Really, Ock... I don't was, really consider those part of this new Marvel... It's yeah. kind of Sam Raimi's own little trilogy. Yeah, I don't really count the X-Men movies and and the Spider-Man... Those older Spider-Man movies. I mean, the Marvel Studios brand of film. You know right. what I mean? Because not, it's not part of their yeah. cinematic universe. They're, they're getting their Spider-Man starting in a couple of <coughs> months. Yeah, he's supposed to be in... Um, he is Civil, in Civil War. He is in Civil War? Yeah. 
Oh man, that'll be cool. Apparently, really? There's been a leak of what he looks like. Like I mean, like you actually see him? Yeah. You can see his costume. He's not like silhouetted or anything. Oh, nice, man. Nice. All right, we'll have to go check that out. Dude, that sounds amazing. And it, look, it just looks like Spider-Man got his little webbing here. Favorite Marvel characters. Limit it to three. Paul, go. Spider-Man, Deadpool, and uh, Psylocke. I don't even know who the fuck that is. All right, Benson, go. Spider-Man, Wolverine, Hulk. Spider-Man, Wolverine. Oh... Probably going to go Captain America, I think. I think I'm going to go Captain America. I had a hard time not going Iron Man, but I, I just went with Hulk because the 70s or early 80s TV show. Loved it. <laughs> the scene in Avengers when he slams Loki around and when you puny god, he walks off. I thought that was hilarious. That was pretty great. I have seen those films so many times because of my kids. You know, I have no idea what happened to Hulk at the end of Avengers 2. I don't understand that at all. He took a space... He took a ship to uh, to an ocean, and he ditched it, and then he hopped out. I am oh, you haven't seen this yet, have you, Paul? Hell no, I have not. I'm, I'm Man, not I'm going to put, I'm have to put spoiler warnings in front of this episode for, like, every comic book movie ever made. We're <laughs> every comic talk about book it all. movie ever made. I, I, just, I usually don't, like hate on movies but i hated avengers too i just thought it was so boring it was yeah, it was dude, a real disappointment man. i think everybody kind of felt that way a little bit worst comic book movie ever made was that fucking shitty ass cgi version of the incredible hulk that was made here uh quite a few years ago wait which one the one with eric banna or the one with edward norton yes not edward norton that one was at least at least half ass had some fucking credibility to it like i rewatch hulk and man my kids really like i don't know dude i think that's not a terrible movie mark said that it's a terrible movie Brian. come on don't fool yourself it's not a terrible movie man like it's like i understand what angling was trying to do with that film like he was actually trying to convert a comic book to film in terms of like how it feels and how it reads so yeah I, I give him so much that. props for that. I thought it was incredibly creative. The movie is shit. I'm sorry. No, I mean, Eric Banner not, does a good job. It's it's not as bad as A Quest for Peace. Yeah, exactly. Like uh, uh, well, Jennifer okay, Connelly uh, does yeah. a great job. I think Ainley's direction. And Jennifer Connelly is always fun to watch. But, okay, Deadpool, I thought it was funny. It's fun. It's entertaining. It's lighthearted. I mean, it has the same problems that every comedy has. The substance is there to make you laugh it's thin yeah i mean yeah i mean it's definitely not like a deep storyline that you're gonna remember all the rich details of the sequences to yeah i mean it's it's there to make you laugh and be entertained for an hour and a half two hours however long it is paul final thoughts i thought it was pretty good uh i thought it was pretty accurate to the comic other than a few variations I also think that it's a good movie if you want to take your significant other to go see. All right, guys. The only other question I have to ask you guys is the same thing that Belvron Jordan is asking people on the message boards of IMDb for Deadpool. And I quote, Caught son watching this. Should he be grounded? Thoughts, gentlemen? If he was watching it at home, why yes? Because that means he stole it. 
You know, what just kind of like parents going to ask else, somebody on IMDb? Should I ground my kid? Well, you know what? You okay? I'll read. I'll read his whole quote here because it's pretty funny. Hello, I have a seventeen-year-old son, and I discovered that he watched Deadpool. Comma, I know that it's very inappropriate for him, especially it has a lot of nudity. I read that right. I didn't read it wrong. And he's not supposed to watch nudity since we're from a conservative Christian family. He's a 17-year-old, and he's too young to watch it. He even broke his promise to me that he wouldn't watch R-rated movies till he was 25. So what should I do? Should I ban him from watching movies without my permission? No, you should chill out a little bit. But if he stole it, send him to prison. Dude, this is the modern dad from The Witch. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I mean, come on. It's a fucking movie. Even more than that. Like, Like, seriously, what? If the kid was 12, maybe I could see the guy's concern. If the kid was 9, I could see the guy's concern. 17. Yeah, you know, yeah, you want your kid talking that way. Yeah, I understand. I understand you're, you're, you're wanting to protect your kid from, but. The world is there. You've got to let them know what it is. Like, yeah, if you I mean, don't let them explore it, they're going to do it on their own, man. Okay, you know what? I did love that was an R-rated comic book movie adaptation more than Deadpool. It's probably my favorite. Have you guys seen Dread? No, yeah. but you've been telling me about it. The guy that wrote and directed Ex Machina, he wrote the script for the Judge Dread. Um adaptation it's really good man you know he's he's like dirty harry but he gets partnered with this female cop that is psychic and what they do with that and where they go with that will really surprise you speaking of dirty harry when my wife first called and said valentine's day you have to take me to see deadpool i was like what are they doing like a rerun of it is it some anniversary she's like what are you talking about I'm like the clint eastwood dirty harry movie the deadpool oh my god and she's like no dumbass it's a comic book movie I'm like, oh i'll look it up uh dude i totally forgot about the the deadpool with the little cameo by jim carrey with axel rose singing yeah oh my god man. Yeah. i completely forgot about that welcome to the jungle favorite dirty harry magnum force oh man that's mine too paul yeah, I'd have to agree with that. But I do really like the original Dirty Harry. But so, there's just something special about Magnum Force that's that's like unlike in my opinion, unlike any other Dirty Harry movie. Yeah, my my favorite of the first two. Like the third one gets a little dirty ha- Harry kinda turns into Rambo and the Enforcer. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Because yeah. so, it ends on the that. with him shooting that guy with a rocket launcher on Alcatraz. <laughs> It gets a little, it gets a little too over the top. Um, I thought Magnum Force was cool, just because like the bad cops. And yeah, right. Well, like a cool little plot going on, and I, I thought that was so creepy, like a cop pulling you over for like a speeding ticket, and you pull over, and then they just shoot you. But I did like Deadpool. I thought that was an interesting, dirty Harry. I did not like Deadpool. Really? No, I didn't. I, Deadpool and Forcer are my least favorites. Um, I, I I do like Sudden Impact. Sudden Impact. Yeah, I guess his wife or then girlfriend at the time, that Sandra Lark, yeah. I really she gets raped and he kind of figures out that she's killing all those guys are going out. I thought that was an interesting I don't know, it was interesting. It's got the famous, you know, go ahead and make my day line in it. That's you know, everybody knows from Clint Eastwood and I don't know. How can you not? It's got one of the best posters too. It's just the broken like the glass in front of Clint Eastwood's face with the bullet hole. 
It's just in the San Francisco uh, skyline behind him. It's just it's so eighties. It's great. But yeah, I, I think you can't top Magnum Force. That's just even the way it opens with that gun <laughs> coming into frame. So the forty four Magnum, most powerful handgun in the world. Oh, it's just like oh, I can't love. I'm in love. I'm loving this movie right now. I did always want him to make one, another Dirty Harry movie. He did. He made uh, Dirty Harry Retires. It was called Gran Torino. My dad, when he saw Gran Torino, thought it was a Dirty Harry movie, and this was Dirty Harry just retired. Yeah, right? It's because that's what it feels like. He's like, he called me. He's like, that's my favorite Dirty Harry movie. I'm like, what's your favorite? That Gran Torino movie. It's not a Dirty Harry. Yeah, it is. Gran Torino was so good. Gran Torino was great. That ending kind of pissed me off, though. I don't want to spoil it for everybody that hadn't seen it, but it didn't feel wrong. It made me mad because I didn't want that to happen to that character. I wanted that character to keep going, and I wanted that relationship with his neighbor to continue. I thought that was going such interesting places, and it's it's so tragic. It's a good ending. It is a good ending, but it's not the one that... (sighs) It's 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 an ending that will emotionally affect you. It is. It is. Final thoughts on Deadpool? I would thoroughly recommend on you know anybody that hasn't seen it that would hear this to go see it i think it was pretty good man and i'm looking forward to uh seeing maybe a sequel and i hope it's just as good as this one has been this movie is really really entertaining it's it's an audience film and unlike most comic book movies it's made to be funny it's kind of like uh scott pilgrim versus the world meets x-men it's got that with some Spider-Man uh, thrown in, it's almost got that Superman, super bad meets X-Men. <laughs> it has some flaws to it. I'm not gonna lie. There's some things that didn't exactly hit for me all the time. But those little nitpicks aside, I really enjoyed this movie. I had a really good time. I laughed my ass off. And um, if you haven't seen it, well, yeah. go see it. Just because the movies are rated doesn't necessarily mean that is absolutely grotesque and and violent and. You know, full of vulgarity. But this one was. Speaking of, oh R-rated, yes, it definitely was. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure y'all both saw that Warner Brothers announced that the first rating on Batman versus Superman was an R rating. They had to cut some stuff out to get a PG-13. Now that they're gonna put out the R rating on Blu-ray for when Batman I, v Superman. Yeah, now, when I read that, Dude. what what I read was, "Don't go see it in the theaters because the better version's going to Blu-ray." <laughs> Why would you do the wait until the movie's already out, then make that announcement? I just feel like it's just because it was like a Deadpool's big this weekend, oh, well, so we're just that's gonna, what it was. Yeah, so we're just going to release this information. So hopefully, fanboys that liked Deadpool that also like Batman and Superman will be like, "I'm going to go see this in the theater," and then when I but they just said that the version you're going to see know. in the theater isn't the R-rated version. It sounds like we all really, 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 really enjoyed Deadpool. Maybe had too much fun with it. Well, I, yeah. I do want to say uh, the soundtrack was done, composed by Junkie XL, the composer for Mad Max Fury Road. Did not win an Oscar for his score, but they won an Should Oscar have. for everything else. Right? The score, that, that score, score was, was amazing. The score was good. There were a lot of good scores, though, this year. Um, Man, I just thought the Mad Max score was just so original. All right, we've talked about enough, just like random. All right, so that's going to do it for us tonight, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Uh, If you like our show, if you could please give us a rating and review on iTunes and Stitcher. That helps us out so much. 
And like always, if you want to get in touch with us, our email address is themoviecrew at gmail.com. That's the movie crew. Crew is spelled C-R-E-W-E. That's right, an extra E at the end at gmail.com. We are on Facebook. I'm pretty sure you guys knew that. Most of our audience knew that. But did you guys know that we're also now on Twitter? But uh, yeah, so we are on Twitter, finally. At Movie Crew Podcast. Uh, it's uh, Movie Crew Podcast at Movie Crew Pod. It's just at Movie Crew Pod. At Movie Crew Pod, no spaces, all lowercase. Or you case. can just find me at, at J-, J. Edward Benson. And- there you go, right there. Um, and we are getting, you know, go to our Facebook page. We put up all our new episodes on that. Sometimes we put up some little articles and things that we like. And, you know, if you guys if you guys want to request something, go to our Facebook page. Go to our Twitter page. Request something. We'll cover it. It'll be amazing. It'll be awesome. Wonderful stuff will happen. Or it'll be mediocre, but at least kind of funny. Maybe. I don't know. Out of us, you may not laugh. Yeah. Audience may not laugh, but we will laugh. This has been a nice you threesome you, you episode. You enjoyed your first threesome? Yeah. Yeah, this is yeah. This has been a, a pretty good minister to So I guess we're going to close out the show tonight with the, uh, the Deadpool rap performed by Team Head Kick. All one word. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. <laughs> Later. They call me Deadpool. I'm hella fast. Came to mark the bad guys and get some ass. Got blades for days. Got guns galore. Got combo moves. Evades and more. Whips, bear traps, and hand grenades. Pull the pistol like a maniac right in your face. Popping off caps, leave a trail of guts. Sitting on my chair, scratching my nuts. Don't stop when I shoot full water was on. Yo, grass is grass and I'm on the lawn. Hot lead to the head and I won't stop. What your crew gonna do when I hack and chop? All these bitches are prima donnas. I'll stuff my face with chimichangas. Tacos and beers, always keeping it loose. Hang on for a minute while I'm dropping a deuce. With the mouth, I can't die. One foot in the grave, but I'm still alive. Try to kill me, I'll just revive. Then I'll put another bullet right between your eyes. I'm dangerous, feeling reckless. Squeeze your neck like I was a necklace. Jump, flip, and leave them headless. I like my guns all big like Texas. Hey, guns, thugs, and bosses. Guess what? I brought Colossus. Time's up, better count your losses. Kicking that ass as my girlfriend watches. Run away, you know that I'll chase. Every bad guy, put them right in their place. Revenge, I'm gonna give you a taste. I'm Sexy as hell, but I cover my face. About to take you all to school with guns and knives. Telling jokes and breaking the rules. I came for the tacos. Playing with the ladies and the family jewels to bust a nut. About to throw down with all these fools, so come and get some. Bring the noise, I'll bring the pain. Ha! Kicking ass and taking names. Payback time, I'm not playing games. These superpowers are feeling strange. I move like a freaking ninja. Hand to hand, you know I'll lynch ya. Got two swords now, all up in ya. I don't care if I offend ya. Listen up, I got something to say. That's right, I run my mouth all day. Step up, take a bloodbath. Now you're trying to run and it's making me laugh. Where you gonna go to? Try to hide, but you know that I'll find you. Tippy toes sneaking up behind you. I'm Deadpool. Do I have to remind Regenerate? you? Regenerate because it's cool when I fall off a ledge. Deadpool. The crazy ass guards are looking to duel, so click, click, boom. Deadpool. I don't believe in the 
motherfucker.